the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I hear from parents a lot that their kids ask them questions that they never would have thought to ask. But mommy and dad, what is gender? Am I, are you sure I'm a boy? Are you sure I'm a girl? This kind of nonsense is planted in their head by teachers, by crusaders, by people who, I mean, they're really twisted. And this goes up to the highest levels of some of the most honorable and laudable institutions in central Ohio, Nationwide Children's Hospital. No one would dispute Nationwide Children's Hospital doesn't do phenomenal work, hasn't saved thousands of lives, that its core mission, which I hope is still uh, treating little kids, is an amazing mission and that it's performed by many, many talented and compassionate people. But Nationwide Children's Hospital also has in a position of influence and extols the existence of a transgender performer named Nina West. She's held up as a mental health advocate. Excuse me. I made a mistake. He is held up as a mental health advocate because Nina West is a biological man, which means Nina West is a man. Nina West can dress up any way Nina West wants to dress up. It does not change that Nina West has male biology, and that Nina West is a man in makeup and a dress. And they parade Nina West's picture and personage through the Nationwide Children's Hospital system as an advocate for mental health. A man who thinks he is a woman. Which is to say, as a mental disconnect between his biological reality and his Cognitive awareness. So it shouldn't surprise us if a place like Nationwide Children's Hospital, which is dedicated to preserving the health, the physical health of children, would do something so stupid as to compromise and confuse children's mental health with a person who has mental health issues, Nina West. This is all over our schools, everywhere. Little kids here in central Ohio are taking home coloring sheets of the gender unicorn. The woman from Kaleidoscope Youth Center passed out the gender unicorn to high school teachers at Hilliard-Davidson. Here, go home and color this in. The gender unicorn. People who have master's degrees given coloring in their developmental seminar at Hilliard. What are you doing, Hilliard schools? So, Florida... Not surprisingly, taking the lead on this. Ron DeSantis took the lead on COVID. He's taking the lead on everything to preserve America as an exceptional country. There is a bill in the Florida legislature 
that is called the Protect Parents' Rights Bill. Except the people who hate it call it the Don't Say Gay Bill. No one is precluded from not from saying gay. You're allowed to say gay. The Parental Rights and Education Bill in Florida would ban school districts from encouraging discussions about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. Why would you oppose this? I'll tell you why you would oppose this. You would oppose this because you believe that talking to little kids about gender, not sex, would confuse them and make them open to being groomed as sexual objects or playthings. That's the reason. That is the reason. Or because you think it gives you some kind of social credit cachet. Look at me. I helped a seven-year-old discover that they're not a girl, they're a boy. Look at me. I helped get them puberty blockers. They don't celebrate the fact that puberty blockers interrupt a child's physical development, bone density. They don't celebrate the fact that the suicide rate among transgender teens is astronomical and across the chart. They don't celebrate the fact that about 80% to almost 100%, 88-98% of those struggling with gender dysphoria will reconcile with their biological sex after going through puberty. That's not a conservative radio host saying that. That's a conservative radio host quoting the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Yes! Gender dysphoria is, according to the American Psychiatric Association, a mental disorder. I've said before, if you had a friend, a female friend, could be a male, more often a female, they look horribly unhealthy, look horribly thin, emaciated even, and you find out that they're bulimic, anorexic, and they say, well, you know, I... I just, I, I'm so fat, I have to lose weight. What you, you're skin and bones. You're, you weigh less than 100 pounds, but I'm, but I'm horribly fat. I can lose more. No one would say, yeah, you really need to hit the gym. Stop eating, will you, tubby? No, that would be cruel. Now, have you ever heard that people who are addicted to pornography people who become rapists, people who have an inability to correctly manage their sexual urges, oftentimes as youth, were given things of a sexual nature before they were emotionally stable enough to handle it, like pornography. Expose a kid to all kinds of pornography, and what is most likely to happen? They are most likely to become predisposed to becoming addicted to pornography. Sexual predators investigate how they got to where they got, to where they're fascinated by and immersed in child pornography, most often because they did not have healthy development in terms of how they recognize their sexuality 
and how they walked out their sexuality as teenagers or young adults. That is actual supported data. So given that, why would we think it's a good idea to talk to little kids? Do you remember being a little kid? Do you remember being uncomfortable about conversations regarding your genitalia? Do you remember being uncomfortable, not quite knowing what to do as you approached puberty? And some people were more advanced than you were, and some people were less advanced than you were, and it's just a weird, awkward time. Late elementary school, junior high school. Did you get ready for school those days and go, man, I wish I could go sit down in math class and the teacher would just shove the math aside and just start talking to us about our biological sex and our sex organs and whether or not I feel like a boy or whether I feel like a girl. I don't remember having those thoughts. I wanted them to put the math aside. I just wanted them to talk about, you know, the Cincinnati Reds or something. Never happened. Would have not scarred me like if my elementary school teachers had decided to talk to me about the things that our teachers today think is their purview to talk about with these kids, which is ridiculous and twisted and evil. Here's a quote from a story about this Florida bill, the Parental Rights and Education Bill. A healthy culture recognizes that parents, not teachers or school nurses, have the chief responsibility for helping their children who struggle with their sexual awareness. Yes, yes, yes. We know more than you about our kids. I know you think you love them, and I know you think their best interests are your interests, and I know you think you're going to enlighten them. And really, whether you are or aren't is immaterial. I would argue all day long, vociferously to my death, that what you're trying to do to them is not helpful to them, is harmful to them. But I don't even need to really convince you of that because it is none of your business. It is none of your business. Stay out of that area of my kids' lives. Teachers, administrators, Kaleidoscope Youth Center, activists. It is none of your business. That is a parent's business exclusively or a therapist's business exclusively. You getting a degree from woke tech, you reading a paper, watching a YouTube video, listening to a seminar does not entitle you to get inside a child's head and twist or plant thoughts that they are having to conform with your own. You are fortunate. You are really fortunate that we have inept legislators in the state of Ohio and in our federal government that don't just move to stop you from doing that, but don't criminalize you doing that. Because when you do that, you don't commit some faux pas of education. You commit a crime. You are a predator in your own right. And hopefully we will always have parents who will never, ever allow you to do that, no matter how noble you make it sound.
So there was something trending this morning on Twitter, and it was Columbus, Ohio related. Apparently related to a reporter at Channel 6, Channel 28. Aaron, are you familiar with this? You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, so there's a reporter. Well, the video was removed. There were copyright issues on the video. And um, apparently it's a reporter from Channel 6, Channel 28 standing in front of Roosters, which has to be the one where the guy was murdered. And his mom drives up and, like, says something about, Hey, hey, hi, you know, you're my son. You're out here, you're doing TV. So uh, I haven't listened to it, so I'm not going to play it. Are we in delay? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to play it. I don't think there's any reason why it would be needed to be dumped, but I'm going to play it. Here's this reporter from Channel 6 doing his stand-up outside Roosters on Dublin Granville Road, and Mom drives up. This is my mom. Hold on. Uh-uh. Hi, baby! <laughs> I'm trying to work right now. You know what? Call my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. And don't be holding up traffic because you got cars behind you. Did you record that? Oh, he's, mom's proud of her son. Mom's proud of her son. Not not on live TV, but he released it and probably got in trouble for it. So, Now, that's how a mom should care for their child. And that's why parents need to get involved in schools. And that's why. And this is hard for me to say because I have some really good friends who are teachers. And, I mean, they're really good people. I've said before, one of the things we have to do is pray for our good Christian teachers. Man, they're in a terrible situation. Imagine, I can identify with this a little bit. I went to school to be a journalist. I loved the profession. I thought it was a noble profession. I thought, you know, either I'd tell stories of incredible human triumph, and I have, or I would ferret out wrongdoing and, you know, bring about change. And I've done some of that. Not as much, but I've done some of that. Now my profession is a personal embarrassment to me. It is a personal embarrassment to me to have people go, oh, you work in the media. I mean, yeah, I do. But that's a personal embarrassment to me because of people like Rachel Maddow and Don Lemon and Haley B. Miller at the Columbus Dispatch and Alan Miller at the Columbus Dispatch. I mean, it's, a, it's an embarrassment to me to have them share my profession because they don't share my mission, my purpose at all. One time we did. Now, no, they're off the rails. And the same thing with with teachers. A lot of the really good teachers I know. I know two guys who were sitting in that seminar at Hilliard Davidson. And I'm like, man, I feel bad for you. You go to college, you get your degree, you get your master's degree. Retirement is right over the horizon, two, three years away. And then this whack job from Kaleidoscope Youth Center comes in talking about how to program kids and damage kids with lousy, illogical, lunacy-like transgenderism. And I can't say that I'd stand up and go, every word of what you just said is complete and utter nonsense. Because, because you would think your teacher's union would exist to protect you from being fired for that could you count on it of course not of course not because you have activists who are expressly anti-parent as heads of teachers unions in the state of ohio and across the country and across the country this is very obvious look what the teachers unions are pushing back against in our own state they're pushing back against a bill that would make it illegal 
to teach divisive concepts in schools. It protects the accurate teaching of American history, but it keeps teachers from pushing dangerous and divisive ideologies onto students. Critical race theory. Oh, teachers unions against that. Posting curriculums online. Teachers unions against that. What do you got to hide? Nothing. Take my word for it. Nothing. I have nothing to hide. But don't put it online. Just take my word for it. Backpack bill. Give people the power. The backpack bill wouldn't fund your entire private school education. Teachers say, oh, oh, well, we can't take a million dollars out of the funding for public education. Bet I can. Bet I can. Give me a red pen. You know where I'd start? That would be me knocking on the door of every diversity, equity, and inclusion officer, which is the greatest grift in education history. The greatest grift. They're all making six figures. There's like multiple of them at Olentangy, at Upper Arlington. You got DEI on your business card? You know what you have on your business card now? Unemployed. Unemployed. Teachers Association is up, is is against eliminating the number of appointed members to the State Board of Education. There are 19 members on the State Board of Education. Only 11 are elected. Tell me why the governor of the state of Ohio, even though he's a Republican, I'm against this for Mike DeWine. He chased off a couple state Board of Education members who wouldn't sign the anti-CRT bill. And I like they're not on the board, but every single member of that board should be elected. Because look at it, look at it. You got 19 people on the State Board of Education, right? So how many do you need to win a vote? You need 10, correct? So if eight are appointed and all eight are aligned ideologically, how many of the 11 elected do you need to win to your side to effectively rule the state of Ohio's education policy, which gives that power to the governor because he appointed eight of the 10 you need? You only need to win two of 11 to cook the books and game the system. They all should be elected, and the teachers' unions are against it. Because they know Ohio is a center-right state, and they know that of the 19 members elected to the board, 15 of them would be Republicans, and then they wouldn't be allowed to send home their gender unicorn coloring project. And they wouldn't be allowed to bring in wokesters like Kaleidoscope Youth Center into Hilliard to say stupid things like 12-year-olds have it all figured out. I've offered spots on this show to the presidents of two teachers' unions. Don't hold your breath unless you like being blue. It can ruin your day. Your car is stuck in the garage because your garage door has a broken spring. And on top of that, everyone you call wants to charge you to tell you what you already know. Well, that won't happen with Apex Garage Door Services. With Apex, unless it's overnight or a holiday, they don't charge a service fee. And in most cases, they can come out and fix the problem the very same day. That's one reason why they have an A-plus GAP. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.